Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's take a look at some second half skill improvements up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Tuesday, October 4th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And the biggest gainers in swinging strike percentage from the first half to the second half includes Reed Detmers from 9% to 13.5%, Joe Ryan from 9.8 to 13.1, Aaron Nola from 11.4 to 14.4, Luis Castillo from 11.4 to 14, and Charlie Morton from 11.1% to 13.7%. Interesting group here, Scott. They improved the whiffs. They improved the strikeouts. But they didn't necessarily improve the surface level numbers. What do you think about that and this group in general? Yeah, I, I mean, Joe Ryan in particular, 414 ERA during the second half during the same stretch. That's compared to 299 in the first half. And, of course, Charlie Morton was <laughs> had his own issues down the stretch. Uh, I don't know that it necessarily says anything about the importance of swinging strike rate or the, or lack thereof. It may be, and we've, it, we've seen this with examples on the other end of the spectrum too. It may be that getting swings and miss is less important than during the juice ball era because contact in general isn't, isn't doing as much damage. So avoiding it isn't as crucial. It's, you know, it can still only be a good thing not to give up contact a, a ball where a batter swings and misses, obviously he's doing no damage at all. So it's still a good thing. I know specifically in the case of Charlie Morton, home runs were a major issue, unlike they've been in any other year of his career. And so that may have more to do with his his struggles than the fact he was missing more bats. Reed Demers, I, I think, stands out as somebody who who clearly improved from the ability to miss more bats. I mean, early in the year, even though he managed to throw a no-hitter, it was kind of the exception. Uh, he just... It, it didn't seem like there was anything there. He he wasn't missing bats on any level. And I, I don't, I, it, it's still hard to be a quality pitcher in this game if, if, if you can't do that to any extent. And, of course, he got sent to the minors, came back with throwing a slider harder, and, you know, obviously looks like a guy who... Has uh, has something to build off now going into next year. All right, let's slide over to the biggest jump in exit velocity for hitters from the first half to the second half. Hassan Kim went from 84.5 mile per hour average exit velocity to 89 miles per hour. Eugenio Suarez went from 88.5 to 92.4. JT Real Muto went from 88.7 to 92.5. Shout out to JT Real Muto, 2020 catcher, 20 homers, 20 plus steals, just an awesome season. Max Muncy went from 88.6 to 91.8, and Brian Reynolds went from 88.8 to 91.8 miles per hour. Some interesting names on this list, Scott. It sounds like Kim is going to be the starting shortstop for the Padres next year with Fernando Tatis in the outfield. Max Muncy, that elbow got healthier as the season went along, and a big power season for Brian Reynolds as well. What do you think about this group? Yeah, so JT Romuto, as you point out, it, 
2020 catcher, only the second ever. Ivan Rodriguez in 1999 was the first. Uh, and, and the improvement, you know, obviously we're talking about four miles per hour of exit velocity on average from first half to the second half. I mean, that's that's stark, and the numbers back it up, right? JT Realmuto in the first half, he looked like a player who was clearly on the decline, getting kind of old for a catcher, 31 now. Uh, so to see him regain that that sort of uh impact hitting in the second half i i I think it goes a long way toward making him the the top catcher to target in fantasy leagues next year i'm I'm not saying he's going to sustain that second half half velocity over a full season but looking at his career track record he doesn't need to he just needs to be better than he was in the first half basically uh, Max Muncy's another big one here because his struggle to make hard contact early on, I associated it with his elbow, which had UCL damage that wasn't corrected surgically. And I'm 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 wasn't confident that he could regain his power with his elbow in that current state. And then seeing the exit velocities improved by as much as they did in the second half, it gives me a lot more confidence in Max Muncy going into next season. And I think in points leagues in particular, he's going to be drafted pretty high still. Yeah, especially given that position versatility as much as he walks. Still on one of the best lineups in baseball with the Los Angeles Dodgers. I agree. Max Muncy has instilled some confidence for next year. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Thursday morning. Bye-bye.